Welcome to What Was That About? I'm Kate. And I'm Sophia. And What Was That About? is a show where we talk books, movies, music, media, all things pop culture. And today is Friday, October 27th, meaning 1989 Taylor's version is out. Hooray! Very exciting. This is a highly anticipated moment for Kate and I, who are both... I would say considerable Taylor Swift fans. Yes, we are Swifties. Our plan for today is to give an overview of our thoughts on the album and then maybe go into detail about a few songs yeah. that really stuck out to us. And we might, I might have a few aggressive hot takes. <laughs> um, but, okay, so overall, why don't you go first? Yeah. Yes, so I definitely, for this one, this felt like the most strong Taylor's version. I'm okay. trying to think of a way, a different way to put it, and not in the sense that I think it was my favorite or anything. I just think that the change from the original album to now feels very prominent. Like, I think in a lot of cases, you can tell that she's definitely matured a lot as an artist, and that really changes how some of the even non-vault tracks sound. And okay. I think in some ways that's positive, but in some ways that might be negative. Yeah. For me, I disagree, honestly. I, I'm i what you might call a Taylor purist in the sense that I listen, I listen to Taylor's version because I understand why we listen to Taylor's version. But I also do have on vinyl many of her albums, the original version, that I listen to quite often because, you know, while her Taylor's versions are so good and, like, I love Red Taylor's version, for example, and I love... Um, Fearless Taylor's version, certain there are certain songs that do not hit the same as they did with, with her younger voice and with like, you know how she sang it when she was actually going through the thing. And for me, 1989, it felt the most Taylor's version out of all See, the other songs. See, that's what I was trying to say. But I didn't like that necessarily. Okay, like, that's fair. I don't know. Tell that, me about I, that. I, I don't know that I, I would say I didn't like that, but like. 1989 is one of those albums I hold so close to my heart. I mm-hmm. went to that concert when I was like eight years old. I love 1989. Yeah. And, you know, there's a way that she sings these songs. It's very specific and, like, there's very specific moments. And I feel like we lost a lot of those, whereas in some of her previous Taylor's versions, a lot of those specific things we didn't lose. It'd be like if there's this, um, what what song is it? But there's, like... In one of her country albums, she says staircase instead of staircase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, like, it's a very specific. And when, I think she's recorded Taylor's version for this. And when she recorded Taylor's version for that, you still kind of had that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like stuff like that that, like, in her other Taylor's versions, I feel like she kept. But in this one, she, like, very much saying things differently. Like, I agree. And for me, well, obviously it shows her maturity as an artist and stuff. But for me, it, like, I love. I love the way 22-year-old Taylor sings um, 1989. See, okay, this is going to be a metaphor that I'm going to make for this point. Okay. That It might be strong, it might be weak. But if we think back to the original 1989, the vibe was very New York City. Right. It was like pop, it was upbeat, it was energetic. and that's, It was her reinventing. It was her reinventing herself as like a pop artist. And I feel like if you think about all the Im- imagery associated with that time, it's like flashing city lights and just She's stuff young, like new, that. Like... Young, partying in New York. And I think the album really embodied that. And now if we think about the, her more recent imagery has just been like her on the coast yeah. and like 
in the sand and like and she's also a 33 year old playing woman. <laughs> around just like chilling on the beach yeah. and i feel like the album reflects that like yeah. in the music yeah it's been it's been what nine years since she since she released 1989 she is like going from she was recording these songs originally when she was like 22 23 and so going from that to now she's a 33 year old woman she like you know she's been in the limelight for all these years she's reinvented herself like 10 times practically like it's very much a different vibe and i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily yeah but like and there were songs that still sound the same like new romantics for mm-hmm. example that song sings exactly the same as as the original one like you can tell that her voice has that she's her voice has matured but like otherwise it's basically the exact same song but a song like style which is one of my favorite taylor swift songs like it's it's up there Mm -hmm. it does not it does not sound the same like i was actually really upset when i listened to Uh that song like it was also like neither date night (laughs) but i was like listening to it i was like it doesn't sound the same yeah it's ruined it's not ruined taylor you don't ruin anything well Maybe you do. Just, <laughs> the, I just feel like the instrumentals across yeah. the board are a lot less hype, and her just that she lacks some of the same energy in her voice. Yes. The one thing I was really happy about, though, is so when she originally recorded Bad Blood, she had normal Bad Blood, and then she had Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar. And I love Bad Blood featuring mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. I was really afraid they were not going to make a Taylor's version of that, so that I was going to have to like listen to non Taylor's version of that because I still would have listened to non Taylor's mm-hmm. version of that. But no. She collabed with Kendrick Lamar again, and they made a Taylor's version of it. It's so good. It's so good. I was, like, jamming to that this morning. I love I love Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar, like, the part where it's, like, you forgive, you, you forget, forget, but, but you, you never, never let it go. go I say that. I sing that. Even if, I'm singing, if I, even if I'm listening to the normal Bad Blood, I say that line. Like, I love that line so much. And so things like that, I was really happy that she maintained and kept. And so I honestly haven't listened to the entire album because after I listened to, like, two songs and they didn't sound the way I wanted them to sound, I was like, okay, I can't do this today. And so then I went to bed. But I listened to a few this morning, and most of the songs still sound the way that mm-hmm. I, like, I wanted them to sound. Yeah. So I guess, like, All right. yeah. So, obviously, as there are on any Taylor's version, we have a handful of never-released-before vault tracks. Yes. So... Why don't we explore those? Yes. So this is my take. I think these are some of the weaker vault tracks. Interesting. I personally was a fan. Okay. And I will say, when I, for the first, I think there's six, there's six vault tracks. For the first four to five, I just felt like they didn't sound 1989. That okay. was that was my biggest critique. I'm listening to these, and I'm like, okay, so is this on Midnight's? Like, is this on some other unreleased album? Because this does not sound like the original 1989 right. album. Just, they just had this, with the rest of the album, they just weren't that same, like, upbeat, yeah. energetic. But I actually like them. Okay. So I don't, I wouldn't say that, like, uh, I didn't like them. Like, they were, they were all right. But, uh, I guess the best way to describe it is actually the opposite feeling when I listened to them. There was a few of them, and they the, the like beats and the sound that they used sounded so similar to like there was a, one of the songs on there that sounded so similar to Clean that I was like, is this the oh, same? Oh wait, I I know which is one you're talking about. Same, I think it's is um, it over now. That one does sound yeah, very much like. Clean. I was like, is this the same like backing track? Like it was it was weird. Like it kind of felt like. Some of the vault songs, unlike like the other vault songs, where it often feels like mm-hmm. these were actually fully fledged songs and then they just like got cut off the album. A lot of these vault songs felt like 
it was like she had this like original track or whatever, and she made a few versions of the song, and then like she chose that's true. She chose one that like she liked the best, uh-huh. but she kept like the lyrics to the old ones, and so that and that's what she recorded for the vault tracks because they did some of them did feel like like fully flat. They didn't feel like Taylor Swift songs. I, I would I will agree with that. I think there's one song that's like maybe two minutes long. It's like chorus. Or like verse, chorus, verse, bridge, the end, and that one. There's yeah. just one that felt really short, and I'm like, yeah. Hmm. But I did like what's what's the last one? Is it over now? So good. That's my favorite. So good. I really like that. I I felt it felt 1989, but it felt 1989 in the way that like clean and like, uh, you know, more of her like, I guess like I don't sadder is is the right word, but more of her like. Her, her less like we're partying in New York City, but no, like it's, it's like, still like it's like very upbeat pop, but it's very emotional. And yes, I really like that one's that. really good. Yeah, and the lyrics, I will say, I don't exactly rem- do you re- I don't remember them. Okay, actually. well they they were definitely very powerful. But I, I if I remember correctly, it's kind of like it's the song. Oh, I actually do. remember It's some the one the where it's like it's we're like, not talking here. It's I'll like, look. It's basically like we're not. It's essentially talking about a relationship where it's like. Um, all these things have happened, like, we've been with other people now, like, we don't talk anymore, mm-hmm. all this stuff, but is it actually over? Yeah. Like, we still, I think we still have feelings for each other, uh-huh. so is this, is this relationship actually well, over? I, yeah, I right? kind of, inter- I, I'm looking at the lyrics now, because I am, and it's just kind of like, was it over when she did this? Was it over when yes. she did that? Like, I said this to you, like, when, when did this yeah. really end? Is and it now like, over? Like, and, like, you, I like, I think one of those jog lines was, like, it was something like, Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll say some I'll talk about something else while you look. But I think another part of this song that really stuck out to me, it's like I had the decency to move on in secret and you're being very flashy about your new relationships and just like yeah. bringing up that idea and the especially cuz she's been shamed so much for Yes. all of these different relationships. She had the fact that she's bringing it up that she's literally trying to just live her life yeah. and do it privately. Um I can't find the line, but it's like, it's something like, maybe this isn't the song, the same song. Oh, okay. It's, you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. Uh-huh. And so, like, it's kind of talking about how, like, they both ruined the relationship almost. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now they can never go back to what it was, but, like, it's not really over. And then also, like, um, she kind of talks about how, like, your next girl is a clone of me. Yeah. And, like, and, like when I see, it's actually, weirdly, this is my be an odd connection it's very um it's very reminiscent of in olivia rodrigo's song love is embarrassing she says something like um like oh like oh um now you're with someone who's like exactly like me and i and i and i nearly started world war three basically Mm. and it's like i'm very upset about that i wouldn't say it's as dramatic as that but it's like it's it's reminiscent of like a you were with me and I wasn't enough for you or our mm-hmm. relationship was ruined or whatever it was. But now you're with another girl and she's basically just me. I will say, like, there, like sometimes you listen to this and, like, it's definitely very... It does show, like... I, I think it's interesting to listen to her old albums because it definitely... You can definitely see how she's grown as a person in terms of, like, her relationship with herself as well as her relationship yeah, with, like, that's other women. That's true. That's a good point. she's, like, become a much more women-supporting woman throughout her career. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've pretty much made it to the end of the album. Yeah. That's the last track. So, final thoughts? I don't know. I feel like I obviously I I love what Taylor's doing with her Taylor's version, but but I'm very happy I have 1989 original on vinyl. But also just in general, she did a good job. 
Uh, obviously, she's not gonna like she's not gonna please everyone. So yeah. like no hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's I think it it's interesting how she like sometimes will just leave songs exactly how they are. Sometimes she'll kind of alter them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think this was a bad one, but I don't think it was as strong as some of her other Taylor's versions. Like, I don't think any Taylor ver- Taylor's version will ever be as strong as Red Taylor's version. Uh, I would agree on that. I think, in my opinion, 1989 Taylor's version has a lot of potential to grow yes. on me. So I'm excited to keep listening. I agree. And see where that takes me. And this has been What Was That About? I'm Kate. And I'm Sophia. And this is 88.9 The Bridge.